Yesenia, I want to start off on a positive note. Uh, how was your week so far? Um, honestly, my week started off really great. I actually started my week off with my partner um, in the midst of the typhoon that came through California Sunday. Ah, uh, yeah, just and... getting ravaged by rain and wind. Yes, and I feel like anytime I can start my week with seeing the person I live, um, it it always makes my week feel like it's going by great. I've hit the gym. I have been drinking hella water. My skin is feeling great. So, you know, it's popping or whatever. What about you? Nice. Glad to hear it. Uh, uh, survived the typhoon, of course. Here mm. to live another day. Um, I have also hit the gym. I've hit the gym two days in a row this week. Damn. I feel pretty good about that. Uh, I'm going to take a break tomorrow and then get back in on Friday. Um, I've uh, sort of started a, a diet. I'm like 60 on for like 40 off. Uh, mm -hmm. It also doesn't help that there's a Super Bowl this weekend and we're going to be chowing down. So, of course, uh, that's not going to happen <laughs> on Sunday. Not but. At all. But but after after Sunday, I'm like, yeah, OK, let's let's try to commit to this a little bit more. So. But uh, yeah, it, things are good right now. Uh, we're here for another day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sorry, there's wrestling on and motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kanosuke Takeshita. My God. If you all don't know his name, look him up. That dude is money in the ring. But enough about that. We're here to talk you guys ear off. Um, about something that I got a little perturbed about. Uh, this there's a catalyst for all that we're about to talk about. Uh, it's gonna be all about what are your turnoffs this week, mm -hmm. and I've got a tweet that kind of set me over the edge that I needed to talk about this. So without further uh, ado, Ace, do the honors. You are now tuned in to the Softboiled Podcast with DeAndre and Yesenia. Your one-stop shop for all things relationships. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, Yesenia. Turnoffs, turnoffs, turnoffs. We all have them. Um, and I want to uh, say this up front that turnoffs can also sort of bleed into deal breakers. Uh, I, I kind of want to shy away from deal breakers because we already did a whole episode about that that you can go listen to wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, but uh, yeah, today will be all about turnoffs. Um, and obviously turnoffs don't have to be um, things that you don't like when your partner does in a relationship. Uh, they can also apply to friendships um, and things that people generally just do in your everyday life that sort of irk you. Yes. So, uh, but like I, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, there's a catalyst for all this that sort of got me thinking, um, cause this is also coming off of the heels, uh, from a few months ago of that list of places that men should not take women on a first date. We did a whole episode about that and that whole list went viral and that's got people talking. Um, and this sort of in that, this is sort of in that same vein. So I'm going to start, uh, it says, Fast replies in the early ages, <laughs> early ages. I'm so fucking dumb. I also can't read. Excuse me. Uh, fast replies in the early stages is a turnoff. Where's the suspense? Where's your job? And that's a woman tweeting that, by the way. But that was a that was a tweet I saw. Well, I didn't see it. I, a comedian was replying to that tweet. And I was like, wow, 
So not only do men have a list of places we shouldn't take women on our first date, but now we've also got rules as to how soon and how fast we should reply um, in the early stages of, of texting each other. So like when when do men win <laughs> is, is an sure. even bigger question. We never win. Like we can't take you to Dave and Buster's on our first date. We can't text you too soon. Um, in the talking stages, don't think about taking them to the cheesecake. Oh yeah. Don't even think about the cheesecake. My God. Like when, like what, what are we doing? People, uh, these, these arbitrary fake rules and fake standards. Not, I guess I shouldn't say fake. Cause that's not fair. Like we all have preferences and, and our wants and whatnot, but like, what are we doing? Telling people you're replying too fast to my text. So I'm turned off by it. Like what's going on there? Like if, if for one thing, I've always, I've always, um, been told that, you know, and women, women like attention, you're right. Yeah. They like attention from, from, uh, their friends. They like attention sometimes from strangers. They like attention, especially from their partners. Um, mm-hmm. and especially people that they want to get to know more and potentially want to be in a partnership with. So why not give, uh, give your partner, um, a little extra courtesy when you're texting them, whether your reply be a minute or two after um, the the you get sent the text, then w- then when is too late? Mm-hmm. And that's the bigger. That's also going to be the follow up. It's like when is too late? Is is five minutes too late? Is ten minutes too late? Is an hour too late? Like what's going on? You know, some of us have jobs, uh, some of us have things to do. Um, but if I've got an extra second out of my day that I can take to text you i'm going to <laughs> but you're going to tell me it's too quick and then, and then that's going to turn you off like give me a break and yeah like i think there's a lot more like i don't want to say like standards are too high because i don't think it's really about standards i think it's just like nitpicking like people are very nitpicky about like the way they want people to behave and it's like well if you want something perfect like go date a robot or just don't date at all but like to really differentiate between like turnoffs and like deal breakers i think there are things that yeah like we all have turnoffs right we all have deal breakers we all have just like this harsh no idea um i think it also just kind of goes deeper than that like when i think of turnoffs i think like oh this makes you unattractive versus like I don't want to date you because I mean, realistically, I didn't find everyone I dated super attractive, but they were like really kind to me or they were nice or I enjoyed their company or we got along really well. Um, but I think when it comes to like turn off specifically, like it has, it has a lot to do with attraction. Yeah, I hear you. I, I see, I just see these kinds of things from both men and women. Um, and I just, the the first thing that my mind immediately goes to, and maybe this is just me being shallow, but the first thing my mind immediately goes to is the people that are tweeting these things and saying these things are people that, uh, offer no value, uh, either to society or to someone or to a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, like they offer nothing outside of being, being hot or good looking, um, and that that's really all they're there for is to, you know, look good. And there's nothing beyond that. There's no there's no 
There's no likes. There's no interest. There's no hobbies. It's just, I look pretty and I buy expensive things and that's my life. Okay. That's cool. But what are you going to, what can you offer someone in a relationship? <laughs> if you don't want to get taken to the cheesecake factory or Dave and Buster's or, you know, what have you on a date. Okay. Then where do you want to go? Oh, you trying to go to, you trying to go to Brazilian steaks. Well, we ain't, we ain't there yet, honey. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? And if you feel like you are, you are there. Um, and then, you know, you gotta, you gotta go find the people that are willing to meet you there. But you know, like they always say, grass isn't always greener. So mm. grass is not always greener. That's for damn sure. Um, but I also wanted to blow this up into a bigger, a bigger thing. Not this, not, not her tweet per se, but turnoffs, like I mentioned, um, we all have them. Um, and I don't think, we've ever spoken about turnoffs ever, like not even in our private lives, like you and I, or even as a group, I'm not really sure. But, uh, Yesenia, what are, what are some of your turnoffs? Um, well, okay. I'll, th- I'll say this one. Cause I think this one always is funny to me. Uh, someone who like tries to nibble on my ear or like, really, you don't like the, the ear nibbling? Or like the ear sucking. Okay, nope. I, the ear sucking. I I, I can't get behind like, the ear nibbling though. I can. No, I think I've never personally met a woman who's been into that. But like, usually it's men. I feel like that kind of more like, oh yeah, like I'm down for that. But for me, I don't need to hear the thickness of your saliva <laughs> smacking up against your lips and your tongue. <laughs> no, like that's an instant. I need you to get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck off of me. Like instant turn off oh no it's making my skin curl that's interesting i don't i don't i think you're probably the first person at least that i can remember uh that has said that that they don't like the ear nibbling thing that's interesting very interesting actually yeah so that one came up recently because i was talking about it with my partner and i was like yeah no no thanks um like breathing in my ear or like like the whispering in the ear that stuff like in the midst of the throws okay whatever i don't like the blowing of the ear either like anything really kind of involving like you i never understood the blowing in the ear thing no because it's just like if you pick that up but like (laughs) it it's this like blowing we need to have like a like a mic that we can make sound effects into so y'all can get the the gist of it and feel traumatized with me I, uh, so yeah yeah that's very oh man the whole ear so you don't you don't mind you know some things in the throws but just once you get those once you get mouth on ear action going we're we're done here buddy yeah has anyone ever know, like, has anyone ever done that to you and you'd be like please stop oh, yes and yes, you, yes, you, yes like yes. please stop in the moment and then they they are they are they like taken aback first or do they or are they just like okay sorry and they move on uh the first time he like kept doing it and i was like all right i'm i'm done i'm leaving like bye <laughs> okay. um, so there was that and then there was one time where they were like oh like it was like a whole conversation um but usually like yeah it's pretty respected i feel like as it should be as it should be um yeah, so I think that's for sure like my biggest one. Um 
I think another one for me, okay, so um this is I'm I'm gonna be kind of hypocritical right now. I hate Okay, how do I say this? Okay, whatever. So I'm a person that like, yeah, I'm a therapist and I'm like quote unquote like I mean most people would say I'm liberal liberal because I have like a lot of social justice values and like I do believe in equality and equity and access to things, right? Um, and there's another side of me that like, for example, like I'd be hella prejudiced against my own people because why the fuck is this 42 year old ass Mexican staring at this little 13 year old? Like he's ready to eat a whole fucking meal. Like, don't be a creep, you know? Mm -hmm. And every single like ethnicity has a stereotype and there are reasons for those stereotypes. So when it comes to my specific people, I be hella like talking shit sometimes especially like if i see it in the moment i call it out but just because i do it with my people and the people that i know identify as me like i can talk shit with them does not mean like somebody random can also join in and talk shit too especially if you're not mexican um so in a weird way it's like people who are racist turn it's an automatic turn off um which is also like leading into the deal breaker type thing. And like people who make like prejudicial like statements right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But like, I think everyone does it to be quite honest. Like I don't think a lot of these people who, for example, get canceled on the internet. Like there's some people who are blatantly racist, right? Then there's just people who are like stating facts. Like I seen this TikTok the other day and it was some black guy talking about like, literally just being annoyed with the black community of specifically like the community of like younger like black kids stealing from these fucking stores like causing mayhem in these cities especially in the bay area and he's like what the fuck are we doing like y'all are making us look bad and everyone's like oh you're being hella like discriminatory you're being hella racist blah 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 like first of all if you're not white you can't be racist but second of all like he's being real like he's being so real right now and it might be prejudicial or whatever but like at the end of the day, he's speaking to facts. At the end of the day, I'm not just saying like, oh, I hate Mexicans or like Mexicans suck or anything. I'm like, why the fuck is this 42-year-old man being hella creepy? Like, why are you being such a machista? And like, I, yeah, I've been talking shit about it, but it's never with like this intent of like, I hate my people. It's like, dude, do better. And then I think there's a big difference between that and then like people who are just hating just to hate um but yeah if it's like right off the bat it it does throw me off because i'm like oh you're a little too comfortable saying a statement like that with someone you don't know um or like around people you don't know versus like i don't know i think for me it's more of a telling of like who their character truly is um and you know for me like i don't know i guess it could say a lot about me that i only say it behind closed doors or between like certain people or whatever like my people Mm-hmm. um but yeah me and my brother be talking hella shit about mexicans sometimes because it's like you know we all have those people within our own ethnic groups that are like fucking it up for the rest of us yeah um i 100 so, percent agree I don't, yeah so I, don't, I would say i don't know who bruh is uh who you were talking about with uh when he was talking about speaking to, basically speaking to his life experiences you know, with young black men in this generation coming up, you know, wanting to steal and take from others and whatnot. Basically, like he said, ruining it for the rest of us, like, and the people that are replying, oh, that's racist or whatnot. But no, like, 
those are his that's his life experience there's nothing racist about that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and what like you said he's stating facts <laughs> you know but like uh i always uh j- just a quick sidebar uh i for- i forget who it was but like some some wrestling coach somewhere was like um i think it was william regal he said you can there are two types of people um that and i'm I'm gonna rephrase i'm gonna butcher this and paraphrase it but whatever but uh he said there there's like there's two types of people that don't understand wrestling there are those that get it um and there are those that don't get it and they don't want to get it and so i kind of if you blow that up to like real life it's like yeah there are people who understand what dude is saying and then there are people who don't understand it and they don't want to understand where he's coming from and that's and that's just a, a harsh reality that fucking blows yeah um no that's facts i think there's unfortunately people try to take shortcuts people try to take the easy way out and it fucks it up for the people who are working hella hard you know it's fucking it up for the economy it's fucking it up and i mean by the economy like because for example like the theft is so high and like violence is so high like rent's going up so people can't fucking live in their own houses anymore type shit or like you know, like, for example, like, businesses, especially small businesses, can't even re- make repairs because their shop just keeps getting broken into. So, like, it, it is a trickling effect, and it's, like, I know people have insurance and things like that, but, like, for example, ins- like, rental insurance in California is kind of on pause, and I feel like a big reason for that is how many home break-ins are happening, so how many insurance claims are being filed, you know? A lot of insurances are no longer covering, like, breakings, break-ins for stores, and it's, like, for big corps like Target, you know, like, yeah, like, they don't give up. They have money. Like, who fucking cares? But for, like, that mom-and-pop liquor store that's been there for, like, 20, 30 years, and they fucking get broken into three times back-to-back, and it's like, yeah, the insurance company won't pay for us anymore. It's like, what do they do, you know? And it, it, it results into a bigger system problem. But anyways, going back to turnoffs. <laughs> um, I think another one that I can think of right now is, like, I don't like people who can tell me or try to think that they can tell me what they can't, I can, I can't do. So like controlling behavior, I guess you can say mm-hmm. it's not always a deal breaker for me though. Um, and I know we're, we're trying to separate the two and I want to clarify that specifically. So if I have, so I'm gonna use my partner, for example, I don't care what that man tells me to do, what to do. I'll probably do it because he has my best heart and interest in mind and like if he's telling me what to do or like what to eat or whatever it's because like he's genuinely trying to take care of me and wants me to be happy type thing but if it's like yesenia you can't be hanging out with your friends i'm like no no we're no <laughs> you thought you thought you were gonna tell me not to hang out with my friends got me fucked up or like what I can and can't wear type thing. Oh, that's I think, a, yikes. Yeah, I think I've dated someone who told me I literally couldn't wear Raider stuff because he's a Niner fan. Um, and it's funny because that's that was the year that the like Raiders were like at the at their worst and we like beat the Niners in that like Raider it was like one of the last Raider and Niner games before um they like stopped playing each other for a while. It was like a year or two maybe before that. But anyways um yeah so like i've I've dated people who like are very controlling and i'm just like you're hella insecure and i'm not really about that 
Um, it's just like an automatic no for me, but I also have way too much attitude and I'm way too bossy as a person to let that slide. Um, but yeah, like with my current partner, like I love it when he's like, we're going to do this. I'm like, perfect. Let's do it. I like the fact that I don't have to think for myself a lot of the time and I don't have to be on edge and I don't have to be anxious or overthink things. He just kind of like does it for me. And I don't think it's controlling per se. I just think he is taking initiative and makes the decisions for a lot of the stuff that we do together. And it's always fun. It's always healthy. And I always have a good time, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think there's a very big difference in like his quote unquote controlling behavior because I think it's more of like, I'm just going to take initiative and make this decision for us versus like, I'm going to try to tell you what to do type of thing. Um, and those are the ones I can think of right now. Yeah, no, it's all, all good. All good. Cause I, uh, I definitely have, uh, I don't have many, actually, I think you only have like one or two Jesus Christ. Sorry, more wrestling, but, um, the, the number one for me, and this is a big one, one of the biggest turnoffs, um, and I and I have two separate stories about this um, is smoking mm. and more more specifically smoking cigarettes, because yeah. I I do not understand why people in general smoke cigarettes to begin with. Merrick. Uh, <laughs> we all, and we all know the effects that cigarettes have on our bodies, have on our health, have on our teeth. But yet people still decide to put this this stuff into their lungs, into their bodies willingly every day, every week. I I can't I can't understand. And then it takes years to get off of it sometimes and wean yourself off. And there's nicotine patches and all these things like it's it's I will never understand people that willingly smoke cigarettes like I get it. Like I, I I'm someone that eats bacon right bacon mm-hmm. is one of the worst things you could put inside your body i get that i hear i i'm somewhat of a hypocrite myself i'm putting horrible things into my body i understand but, but you're not eating like a fucking pack of bacon in the morning and then a pack of bacon for lunch yeah i'm not going i'm not going through bacon like it's fucking water you know what i mean like i'll maybe have it here or there for breakfast or or lunch or dinner or whatever but i'm not like you said i'm not consuming it at all hours of the day, whenever the fuck I can. That's not how that's going down. Um, but and and then and then you got to deal with the smell uh, of their clothes, and then their God, their fucking breath. Jesus Christ. So this this leads into uh, one of the stories that I had. Uh, I was hooking up with this with this uh, milf one night. This is years ago, obviously. I was hooking up with this milf one night, and uh, you know we're talking, we're chilling, and you know she busts out a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, and I'm like, and I, I, you know, I let her go. I don't say anything, but like in my mind, I'm like, you got, you, you instantly got less attractive, uh, in my eyes. But I mean, I'm already here. I'm horny as fuck. So the horny is going to win on this. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, let's be real. Like most guys, once you're already like there in the moment, eh, there aren't a lot of things that are going to, that are going to keep you from, from doing the deed. And trust me, this, that wasn't going to stop me, at least not on that night. But she started smoking a cigarette. I think she smoked like one or two. And this was my first time experiencing someone just openly smoking a cigarette next to me, like right before we were going to have sex. Right. So mm-hmm. what I didn't know was, um, well, I mean, I did know that, you know, her breath was going to smell after the fact, 
but mm-hmm. um we ended up uh kissing and making out afterwards after she was done and for the love of god i i was just just mm. appalled at how bad it tasted you know like like it was just it was one of the worst things I think I've ever tasted in my life. Like it, it's, to, it was like to the point where how do people smoke? Cause yeah, that's another thing you got to deal with the taste of the cigarettes. And I get menthol. It's like mint and all that. So I don't give a fuck. This shit's all fucking gross. You can't even get menthol cigarettes anymore in California. You can't. Oh, in California. Oh, yeah. It's they're illegal in California now. Oh, great. But see, that was the first story. That was, mm-hmm. that was one where it ended kind of negatively. Um, but I have another one. So this one, fast forward, maybe like a year or two after I'm hooking up, uh, you know, with this girl for a few weeks, uh, you know, we're seeing each other pretty casually or whatever. And I know she smokes, uh, she smokes weed. So we're shifting the focus to weed now. I know she smokes weed, um, but she actually kind of did it in a way that, um, was kind of respectful. And what I mean by that is she actually went out of her way to make sure that, she didn't smell after the fact like her clothes didn't smell her she would always like chew gum um you know she she and she presented herself really well and everything so like she actually went out of her way to make sure that um to make sure that she wasn't uh i and i i I like using this term she wasn't reeking (laughs) reeking Mm. of of weed smell you know and i and i actually really appreciated that about her again i'm not too big on smoking uh like period um and i'm glad that and I knew she was, she was like kind of a big stoner or whatever, but like, I didn't mind it cause she was respectful about it. Um, but like, yeah, just generally smoking to me is kind of a big turnoff, especially when it's, when it's someone, when you, when you kind of like are low key addicted, whether it be weed or cigarettes and you sort of, ma- and I hate the people that make weed their personality. <laughs> yeah. That, that's an even bigger turnoff to me. No, I completely, yes. People who make it like, oh, I'm a stoner. Oh, I just like smoke. Or like the people who are like, oh, I need to be high to function. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm irritated. So I, it's because I haven't smoked yet. Yeah, because that's what happens when you're in withdrawal. Duh. Are people who swear up and down that they're not addicted to weed? I'm sorry. You can be addicted to marijuana. Not marijuana itself, but to the feelings of masking your true feelings. Because that's what's happening. Anyways, therapist Yesenia outs Yesenia for soft boiled back in. No, I, I I absolutely agree. Like you can get addicted to anything. Anything can yeah. be addictive uh, if you do it enough. Like I don't care what it is, video games, sex, uh, any type of drug, weed. It doesn't matter. Fucking mm-hmm. even caffeine's a drug, and and most adults are consuming that stuff on a daily basis. Actually, I was about to say me, but it's it's been a while. I've been <laughs> coming back. But, uh, but yeah, for me, smoking is is the number one. Um, and we actually asked uh, our fellow ramen raiders uh, this same question today. Uh, and we got we actually got quite a few responses. I, I don't know if we can get to all of them. I highly doubt it. But um, if you also want to chime in with us here on Soft Boil with Yesenia and DeAndre, uh, feel free to DM us. Hit us up on Instagram uh, and tell us your turnoffs. And uh, in the next episode, we'll be we'll be sure to feature feature a few uh, a few of the comments from you, the listening audience, a uh, mm-hmm. little audience participation. So, yeah, again, feel free to DM us at the underscore softboiled Instagram. Uh, if you have any turnoffs, uh, feel free. Hit us up. Please. And thank you. 
um, as I was saying, yeah, we did hit up a few. We hit up our fellow ramen raiders and they gave us some responses to this question. And like I said, we got we got quite a few. Uh, I, I think one that actually stuck out to me because it's actually a, a turn off of mine that I, I, I was going to touch on um, is just treating service workers poorly. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. Yes. Yeah. I personally, I haven't come across anyone that has treated service workers whether that be waitresses waiters um you know I don't cash, care. cashiers strippers, like oh, don't yeah. be disrespectful to people at their place of work yeah that yeah just that's that's just so it's so tacky <laughs> it's just so tacky just disrespecting people when they're just trying to work and do their job for you taking out your anger and frustrations on the wrong people that can also that's also another big turnoff of, of mine, actually. But yeah, just treat treating people with kindness, um, you know, that goes a long way. And when you just are just a nasty, rude person for seemingly no reason, that's not only is that a, a red flag, not only is that a turnoff, that's that's a bigger issue that I think you need to get resolved. Yeah, and I think like if they're like people who are like that, if they're so open to treating people that fucked up in in like uh in public like i can only imagine how they might treat you in private you know oh yeah absolutely like you think if they're not if they're treating the the person bringing them their fucking food poorly imagine what's gonna go down if if the steak is overcooked mm. or you know the the chicken is a little dry <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, what's um that i mean it hasn't happened to me with like a a significant other type thing but i remember one time my cousin was acting hella fucking crazy being hella disrespectful that her meat wasn't cooked how she wanted it and that she was being hella fucking rude and i remember like straight up saying like you don't have to be a bitch about it and she got so offended and it ended up being this whole family fight but i don't care because realistically she was wrong at the end of the day Mm. and that's another thing like okay so your your food's cold or your meat isn't cooked or like you know a hair's on your food like i get it shit like that happens but you also have to remember that people are human like they're not robots handling your shit and it costs you zero fucking dollars just to be kind and just being like hey like really politely and like really even quietly like you know my fucking meal has a hair on it like can i send it back and get something else like they're gonna just let it be you know like oh shit like we fucked up but they were so kind about it um i genuinely believe when you're a dick to service workers like that they spit your food oh yeah and i i fully would agree with that like yeah if you if you just politely or calmly say hey you know this is messed up Uh, i'm not gonna make a big fuss about it but you know if i could get you know a different entree or you know i have my order please yeah can i have something else or can i just get this remade i you know i'm so sorry i i hate you know i hate to ask you whatever but like if you're if you're generally nice to people they will they will they will nine times out of ten go out of their way to make it right yep you know um like there was, there was, this happened to me when uh, a couple weeks ago at, at my work, like a lady had ordered a whole bunch of stuff and she lives up in Clear Lake. I don't even know where Clear Lake is, but that is far. Damn, that's far. It's a, it's like two hours north in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, yeah. And this lady, she comes down to Healdsburg to meet, because uh, that's how far up north 
that we can deliver to. So she meets us in Hills, uh, uh, in Hillsburg. She rents a fucking U-Haul trailer and everything to come get a lot of her materials for her sign shop and her work. And, um, uh, there was like a, a, a fuck up, uh, earlier at her, like that day or, like a couple of days before where some stuff didn't get pulled out of the, off of the truck that we got in and it had some of her stuff on there. Yada, yada, yada. She didn't get all of her order basically. And mm-hmm. so, but she was, she was, you know, nice about it. She called, I, I gave her the number to my manager and everything is like, Hey, you know, I, I, you know, need this like ASAP. If you guys can make, make something happen. And we were like, okay, yeah, cool. So since she was nice about it and didn't bitch and scream and moan to anyone, uh, I, I was like, yeah, I'll go drop it off to her at her fucking shop two hours away uh in the middle of fucking nowhere and i and she was super appreciative about that and it all and it all happened because she she didn't raise her voice she didn't cuss anyone out she didn't scream um uh, sure she may have been a little you know annoyed and upset or whatever but that didn't stop her from treating us like you know decent human beings that make that you know make mistakes and whatnot yeah, and I feel like when it comes to that type of stuff, like, you bitching and complaining isn't going to make your shit get there any quicker. Yeah, that's the big thing. Or make taste any better. Uh-huh. Like, if anything, no, as a service worker, I'm going to be less inclined to want to fucking help you with anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've always, that's always been my thing, too. Uh, Kind of, like, touching on what we were talking about earlier with racial stereotypes and whatever. I hate it when... um. And I'm not even I'm not even going to say black women because a lot of women do this. But from my personal experience, it happens a lot with black women. They get real uppity and real angry very quick um, to the point where it's like you're just screaming and shouting just so you can hear your own voice. What are you accomplishing by yelling at the people who had nothing to do with maybe your order being wrong or, you know, something being fucked up or, you know, what? Again, what is what is you raising your voice going to accomplish? We're all we're all standing here looking at you awkwardly, um, trying to not get in your crosshairs and your line of fire of your rage, and you have accomplished nothing. And congratulations. now, yeah, exactly, congratulations. At the end of the day, yep, you've done fucking nothing. You've done nothing. You've accomplished nothing. Congratulations. Yeah, I think that for sure can be an issue just like in general um i I actually wanted to share one that so i posted on our instagram you know like what's like a turn off you have and i wanted to share one that one of my friends commented um because i think it's funny she put men who wear sandals like put some slides on and put some fucking socks on (laughs) so oh so sandals specifically okay like 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 thong sandals yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) which for me i find hilarious because i'm like okay like whose ugly ass toes did you have to witness to put that as a turn off yeah that that, she must have had a traumatizing experience what about the beach like you wear sandals at the beach you know like uh, i think that's different though but also like don't be having your ugly ass toes just be out in there in the wild like that like that's why i always i always wear socks even when i wear slides i know a lot i know a lot of people some people don't wear socks and slides which i think is weird but like i'm always i've always got my feet covered i don't give a fuck the only time i don't wear socks with slides is if i'm using slides to get out of the bathroom like out of the shower and i just forgot my socks 
so it's just a quick but like leaving my house without socks and on slides damn that was a look back then like you you wore socks with your slides and like oh, wearing yeah. nike slides was the look yeah though oh, yeah i remember that back in high school jesus christ mm-hmm. i remember i didn't understand it i was like what's what's going on with all these all these motherfuckers wearing sandals and socks in school am i missing yeah. something here and apparently i missed like a whole fashion trend like 10 years ago you for sure did um but yeah, like nonetheless, I think that's just hilarious because it's like, you know, she looked, she had to have saw some ugly ass toes mm-hmm. to get that turn off. So shout out to you, girl. Um, what about our other friends? What else did people say? Um, I'm looking at one here from uh, our good friend and artist. Uh, I'm, I'm going to butcher it. Banash? Bananash? Bananash? There you go. You said it. Uh, she says, when you're being compared to a former friend, ex, or family member. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I've, I've actually never, I never even thought about that. Like, I don't, cause I don't think I've ever, at least to my knowledge, I don't think I've ever compared any of my partners to someone previous that I'm aware of. And I don't think any of my partners have compared me to someone else that they have been with, unless it was to say like, and I'm going to, this is going to be such a humble brag. <laughs> this is going to be such a fucking humble brag, but unless it was to say something like, uh, you know, you're better at sex than he, than the last guy or some shit like that. Same. That would probably, Sorry, all of my pens just fell off my bag, but damn. Yeah. I tend to have that reaction uh, to get, they list that reaction out of people. It's okay. They said you be slanging that thing. You be like Drake. Oh God. <laughs> well, Too soon? <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. I did. I, uh, I did have a whole thing about that too, but I'll say that for another day. That'll be like a, a post podcast talk after this. So stay tuned, folks. If you want a little snippet about what we think about Drake's quote unquote leaked video. Um, but yeah, I think, so I have been compared to an ex, which like, ill, gross, like that dude gave me the ick, but I think it usually has happened in like arguments. Like, oh, when, you know, my ex did this, like blah, blah, blah. Or like, oh, I dated a girl who also felt this way. And I'm like, so if you're comparing me to your exes, especially when it comes to like feelings or like nagging, then we weren't the problem. Like if we both had the same issue in our individual relationships with you you are the problem like you are not fixing the things that were broken in your past relationship Mm -hmm. and are bringing them forward um so yeah i can i can definitely see that because it it really just kind of like not blows my self-esteem but i would say it like it just feels like a low blow yeah, I I always try to keep exes and past partners out of my current status and not even just like with my current relationship, but even like past relationships. I always just sort of try to keep that stuff out because in my in my eyes, I think that's just a sign of you not being over them. If you were actively talking about them, unless you were shit talking them. And even then, that's that that is kind of a red flag in my eyes. Like if you're just mm-hmm. actively shit talking your exes and stuff, um, because I think that that, that speaks more about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, than them because at some point you you made the choice to date that person 
that you're talking yeah. so much shit on. So like, you know, where's the, where's the connection here? Yeah. And quite frankly, it's like, if there's a reason why one person is reminding you of another person, I think that kind of says more about you than it does about them. So it's time to do some inner reflections. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving right along to some more of our friends' responses. Uh, another one from our good friend, uh, Merrick, who I'm still waiting to get his his fucking ass on this damn podcast this motherfucker keeps dodging does but to be fair his computer is like in the middle of his living room and like he doesn't really have privacy to like talk about some of this stuff so that's fair don't give no wait don't give him any excuses wait a minute you you just uh anyway you're right you're right you're right (laughs) anyway um but he says he actually gave two um two answers uh his first one is lack of empathy Mm, Which, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, absolutely. And for those that don't know what empathy is, I just Googled it right now. Uh, empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that uh, that also kind of goes back to the service worker thing, like just sh- treating people like shit. You honestly wouldn't understand what service workers have to go through uh, if you've never been in their shoes. Um, so, yeah, and me being uh, have been a service worker before I I really empathize with people whenever I see videos on the internet of them getting screamed at and yelled at, like, especially like cashiers, cashiers have nothing to do with how your food was prepared or cooked or anything like that. And they just have to take the brunt of everything. I just, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, why, why are you such a dick to the person that had nothing, 0% to do with how your stuff was prepared? They just gave it to you. You know what I mean? Um, and I have such empathy for, uh, for those people. Cause I feel, I feel so bad and I'm so, and, and, and I feel so fortunate to have been a service worker and have never experienced, um, anything like that. Sure. There have been people, there have been customers that have annoyed my ass, but I've never been yelled at. I've never been screamed at. I've never had a customer come into the, to the place hooting and hollering about, about undercooked this or overcooked that, or my sandwich tastes shit. I've never had any of that. Thank you. I'm so fortunate. I'm so fortunate and happy and lucky to that has never happened to me. But yeah, I see this happen to other people. I'm just like, uh, people fucking suck. Sorry, I had to go on mute real quick because I had the ugliest sneeze right now. Yes, having some fucking empathy. And I think it also, like, kind of going back to character, I just feel like if people are so openly okay and comfortable with having, like, no remorse, no empathy, being mean, being cruel to other individuals, whether they know them or not, I think it just speaks a lot about who they are as individuals. But it also raises flags for me because I'm like, if this is how you are in person, like, what are you like behind closed doors? And if you're in a relationship with that person, for me, like, my like little therapist flags start going up of like abuse, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, our good friend Ace, who was just on with us in our previous episode. Hello, Ace, Mr. Impressive. Uh Hello. He had he has a couple of them, actually. And one of them um, I actually should have touched on in the beginning, if I'm being honest with you. He's one of them. He says is bad communication, mm-hmm. uh, actually bad communication and non-expressive because I'm going to lump those two together and I'm going to do that this way. When I was in, when I was dating, when I was a young lad and I was on the Tinder, when I was, a young lad. And, when I was on the Tinder and I was on the Bumble, right? 
and, I've, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, definitely uh, in our in our private life. But I've, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I know it's definitely been a while if I have. I used to hate matching with the girl, trying to start a conversation, and all they would give me was simple one word answers or answers that were just simply not interesting at all. Now, I don't know if that could have meant that they didn't want to talk to me or if my questions weren't interesting enough. Maybe they weren't, you know, uh, pertaining to something maybe she wanted to talk about. I don't know what the answer is. And I never will know. And I don't fucking care. All I know is that the communication was fucking terrible. Hey, how was your day? Good. Oh, what did you do? Work. Oh, what do you do at work? I do this. Oh, cool, cool. How was that? How do you like your job? I, how long have you been there? I like it. I've been here X amount of years. It's nice. And I'm like, well, it's, okay. I've, I've literally been given nothing. I, I, I put a lot of thought uh, into my answers. I kind of give like two to three, maybe four sentence answers just to kind of flesh out some, you know, some of my day or some of whatever it is that I'm getting asked, I give a little bit more of a thoughtful answer to let them know that, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, engage in a conversation with you and instigate some questions that you might have. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, I get, I get the, the whole, yeah, I'm good. No, I don't want to do that. You know, I, I just like, okay, well the bad communication, um, and the non-expressiveness, instantly i'm just like well and i and i it got to the point where i was just like the moment someone just is like more than like three or four answers where they're just giving me short one word answers or just short form answers i'm out i just yeah. i'm like i'm out of there i i unmatch and i'm i'm just on to the next one because i don't want to fucking deal no i i genuinely feel like that's fair because it's already hard just to try to like meet someone online taking that risk and stuff so like having someone with a dry ass conversation it's funny because my this is something my partner and i actually talk about so he's been on quite quite a lot of dates and he always makes fun of the the no personality have having as bitches is how he says it he's like it's the girls that are like oh like you know, I just like to have fun and like eat good food. And then he's like, okay, like, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, you know, just like fun stuff. Yeah. Or like, what like, does that what mean? Kind of food what do you like? Like, what do you mean by good food? <gasps> oh, you know, just like food that tastes good and that like hits the spot. It's like there's no in depth answer. There's like nothing yeah, else to it. It's all it's surface like, level. It's hella surface level. He's like, you have no idea how many dates I went on that are just like that. Um, It's funny because he says, so he says I'm like the coolest date he's ever had. And I was like, why? He's like, because you talked just as much as I talked. And he actually talks a lot. Um, but he was like, yeah, like, I think he was actually impressed because I was like, oh, do you watch anime? And then he was just like, yeah, but he's like hella into anime. And that's when I had just started watching it. So he thought I was some poser ass, but I was like, no, I'm a newbie. Like, I just started watching this show and I watched this show. And then I was like actually talking about it and like the deeper meanings that I was picking up on. He was like impressed that I've like paid attention to the shows that I've been watching. Um, So I think that was like something that was helpful. But it was like, yeah, I talked about my interest. Um, I think when it comes to dating, like, yeah, if you're not showing interest, the fuck, like, why am I going to put more effort to show interest if you're not showing anything? Right, exactly. It just feels like a waste of time. <laughs> like, I actually, I want you to have a personality because I have a personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, Let's see if these personalities mesh. 
Like I, I, I think one of the best compliments I ever got from a, a lady friend was not like, not someone that I dated or had relations with, but like, she was just like, like literally a friend. She was a coworker, um, that I had when I worked over at Six Flags and, uh, she, we had this whole, like whole thing about like her dating history and whatnot. Um, it's like, man, it's, cause she only really likes white guys. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and I'm like, oh man, and she, and she doesn't like black guys either. Cause trust me, I tried to bark up that tree but but um but i was like yeah uh but she she told me like one day like yeah you know i actually really like talking to you not like in that manner like trying to like date me whatever but she's like yeah i actually really like talking to you over most of the guys i know because you actually have a personality and i was like to me that was like the biggest fucking compliment that anyone i think could have given me um at Mm -hmm. the time because like i was like okay cool maybe i maybe i am a little maybe i am a little interesting (laughs) i guess and that was just like a that was just like confirmation for me. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm doing I'm doing something right on my end. So it's not it's not me. But it's also like, why why be with someone you have no interest, like common interests with? Like, what's oh, the yeah. point of that? Like, why waste time? Yeah. So just let me know what you like and what you don't like, and you know, let me know. Communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of uh staying on that topic of communicating uh ace also had another one it says shitting on other people's interests oh my fucking oh that's a deal breaker for me but yes <laughs> yes yes ace oh my fucking god i ooh. <gasps> sorry hold on hold on i'm good i yeah, fucking yeah, hate that no uh yeah i uh, ab so fucking lutely i i can't believe that i dated someone for like two years granted it was an online relationship but uh and this is when i first started wrestling she never knew that i was a wrestler like ever um and anytime i would like try to like show her like wrestling matches or whatever she would just actively be like no this shit is fucking boring and not interested in all that stuff so i was just like well there goes that and i can't believe i dated that person for like two years it's fucking insane to me I can't believe you dated that person for two years. The yeah, that was talk talk about a talk about time wasted, Yusinia. My God, mm, shall we? Yeah, like if you can't, like it's it's one thing to to not be into something. Like, look, I I don't need to be into everything that my partner is interested in, right? Uh, like my my girlfriend, she's way into Harry Potter. Like, I mean, she could. We were watching the Harry Potter movies one night, and she was just every single line every single line she she could just recite and knew, <laughs> knew everything that was gonna I, I was like this girl is a this girl is a harry potter nut right mm-hmm. um me personally i don't care for harry potter much at mm-hmm. all uh i still have to i have this commitment of watching all the movies for her we still have to we have we watched the first two and that was months ago so i get back on we got to get back to watching the rest of them but i thought the first two movies fucking terrible <laughs> i'm not even joking and i said <laughs> and i said that to her i was like the first especially the first movie the first movie is god awful i don't know what people were thinking when they like yeah let's this is this is a good movie this movie fucking sucks the second one holds is it holds up a little bit better of a movie but not by much <laughs> so but everyone always says the third one prisoner of azkaban is is peak um so i'm like uh, okay fine i'll uh, i'll go into it with an open mind but so far i have not 
have not been impressed with the Harry Potter movies so far. But I would never be like, uh, no, that's that shit's for kids or that shit's fucking stupid. Cause we, cause we went to Harry Potter World, we went to Universal, and I was all, and I was into it. You know, despite me not liking the movies and such, I was all into that shit. You know, but uh, I think just taking an interest in your partner's hobbies and and likes and whatnot, you don't have to go full bore into them, but you know take an interest in them and not be so callous and close minded as to just be like, no, I think this sucks. So I don't ever want to, um, associate with this. Like that's, that's super close minded. And I, I don't think I could associate with someone like that. Yeah, no, that's, that's realistic. Um, I think just overall, you, you gotta be able to, respect people's differences you know like not everyone's gonna like the same things as us but at the end of the day like if you're open to other people's things at least let them geek out about it like you dim their light every time you say shit about it and like i fucking hate witnessing that about people and i'll at this point in life i'll call it out like hey shut the fuck up like you like this weak ass shit so like do you want to feel that bad no um i actually have one that your partner wrote for me on the gram. Oh, great. So DeAndre's girlfriend has a turn off. Dun, dun, dun. She put a partner that only focuses on their fin- own finishing slash not getting their partner off. Dean, you want to explain that one, sir? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to say that doesn't pertain to me at all. I was like, I know that one. I know she didn't write that about me. Absolutely. I'm I'm not saying. Uh, <laughs> no. She wrote that and I was like, oh, 90% of men's sexual experiences, like your typical like douche of a guy. Like, you know, when we talk about like men who just suck when we're in the dating game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like 90% of men. Um, if you were in that 90%, you, this is directly about you. You think by just saying, hey, want to do it? We want to do it. No, we need prep. We need intimacy. We need whether that's like physical, emotional, whatever, right? But there is a button that needs to be turned on. Just because you want it to be turned on doesn't mean it's going to actually be turned on. And I hate to say it, but like, just because you can only go 20 seconds does not mean we can go 20 seconds. Okay, get your shit together, please. Again, just just saying, just saying. Yeah, you hear that douche nozzles? You're fucking it douche up. For, you're fucking it up for the rest of us, not me, but the the rest of the the rest of the, the male species. I mean, yeah, that ass. They really are. Um, I don't. I can't tell you how many times. Well, it was with like a partner, which sucked. Um, we were dating for like a year, but yeah, he would just like roll over. do the do and i'm like what the fuck are you doing like get away from me and it's like because you're just so thrown off by it and like you don't there's no there's nothing like there's no how do you say this like there's no climax i guess you can say like there's no Uh baseline that you're working and then you're working your way up it's just hey i'm here no Mm -mm. i i guess that would be a turn off is like this idea that just because you're in the mood, I should automatically be in the mood. Right, yeah. Like, I barely like people holding my hand or, like, touching me in general. 
Like, it takes a very special person for me to want to have, like, physical intimacy with, like, hold hands, cuddle, hug, things like that. So if I don't feel that way about you, like, you give me the ick. I do <clears throat> I do remember that conversation about you not liking the, the hand-holding thing and the whole ick. Mm-hmm. But, even, like... Even the ick, even just hearing that word gives me the ick. <laughs> right? Because it's just, like, a specific feeling and most people know what i mean when i say that what else did our friend say uh we got time for like one more um i would say uh merrick expanded upon this but uh we can touch upon the short answer um uh he said closed-mindedness and I guess I just kind of go back to the shooting on other people's interests. They can, they can kind of go hand in hand. But uh, mm -hmm. if we're not even just talking about people's interests, then yeah, closed mindedness. Because he did say um, it's more of shitting on life in general. We as people uh, had uh, sorry, we as people as well as the world. Whoa, I'm reading that for the first time. Basically, he's saying the world we have the world. The world is our oyster and it's constantly changing. And, um, you know, people don't like change. Uh, it's hard spending time with a person who is so closed off to something they won't even have an open dialogue about it with respect to one's own personal boundaries. Of course, I don't know. It's hard to really explain because I really feel deeply about this. I would, uh, that's actually something I would like to get him on more to expound upon, but uh, we'll, we'll do our best to not interpret what he's saying, but uh, I guess speak, speak upon it. But yeah, I, I, I actually, I actually kind of agree um, not not even kind of i i very much agree i think um like he said we as people we have so much and this is you want to talk about a, a time period to be born in where we have so much knowledge at our fingertips and we have so much access to information and ways to do things and learn things that we never have before and yet uh people still want to find ways to be to be negative about things i personally me i i will never understand it mm -hmm. um i i will forever never uh, i'm not gonna say understand but i i wish i guess boomers is the correct term because i think there was a generation before us or i don't know not the generation before us but um i just wish older people would stop complaining about younger people um having it necessarily easier or at least what they think is easier. Because uh, in some ways, yeah, we do. But in some ways, the world is a lot harder than it used to be back then. Like, of course, we, mm -hmm. always, we just talk about buying cars and houses and uh, renting versus buying and all that kind of shit. Like, yeah, the world the world just fucking sucks. Absolutely. Um, but you can either... You can choose to be bitter about it um, or you can choose to grow with it. I, I like... I, I When I... When I saw Merrick write this I my mind immediately went to wrestling and 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 I'm gonna explain why um me being a wrestler uh in the in the wrestling business you know I hear a lot of um you know sides about why wrestling sucks today and why wrestling isn't as popular as it once was in the 90s and the 80s and the territories and all this other bullshit right and a lot of that stuff comes from the older crowd, the people that wrestled back in the 70s and 80s and the 90s and the golden era and that. And when wrestling was like at its height and people thought it was real, you know, things like that, people like that. 
um the and those are the same people that that watched wrestling grow and evolve over time from what it was then to what it is now and they cannot grasp they cannot wrap their minds and they cannot accept the fact that wrestling has changed so much um, that it doesn't even resemble what it was uh, back in the day. And it's to the point now where they they just actively just shit on everything or just about everything that doesn't resemble what they grew up on. It's kind of like SNL. Everyone thinks SNL, uh, Saturday Night Live, is terrible, except for the generation that they grew up on. Whenever, whatever cast you grew up on with SNL is the best thing ever and everything else sucks. It's kind of the same thing with wrestling. Like... You either you can either be bitter and be the old man yelling at the clouds about a bygone era, or you can just accept that things are different and you can get on board. You can just get off the train and move on with your life. Yep. But yeah, no, that's just the, being bitter, just being bitter about the world. Just. ugh. And I mean, like, there's there's a reason why shit should change, too. Like, it's not just like, hey, this shit doesn't rock anymore. Let's get rid of it. It's also like everyone can choose like their likes and their interests and their hobbies and things and as we progress as humans as a society as beings like shit's never gonna stay as it was and i think people just have a really hard time with that yeah absolutely and i i really hope i don't turn out <laughs> to be that way when i get older <laughs> uh if yeah. if i get older i'm black you never know what could happen out there in those streets but here's hoping for a long and happy life. But uh, Yesenia, uh, we've come up on our time, uh, unfortunately, because um, we did have a few more we could touch on. But uh, we can always save that for another day. Uh, again, uh, for you, the listeners, our soft boilers, if you'd like to get in on the conversation, feel free to hit us up on Instagram at underscore soft boiled uh, and give us some of your uh, turn offs. And we'll feature some um, maybe at the top of the next episode. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll I'll, I'll I'll figure out a way to fit that in there somehow. But yeah, we'll feature we'll feature some of you guys' responses uh, in the next episode coming up. Uh, speaking of the next episode, Yesenia, I want to give you a choice about what Ooh. about what next week's topic is actually, because I've been ruminating on a couple of these topics now for the last couple weeks. Okay, okay, okay. So um, the first one being because uh, we're coming off of the heels, and I mean fresh off the heels of Drake's. Uh, alleged leaked um, Drake the Snake uh, picture mm-hmm. and or video, so to speak. Um, I want to I want to touch on this because uh, it elicited a very um, different reaction from the Taylor Swift videos a couple weeks ago. I want to talk about double standards. I don't want to talk about it, but I want to. That's the first option is double standards. Okay. Uh, the second option would be. Uh, and this is also something that I've been thinking about just for shits and giggles, mostly. But um, cleanliness slash hygiene. Ooh. Well, I want to see. I want to see which way your mind's going on this. Want to go double standards for I men honestly, and women? I do want to go double standards. I want to do double standards, and let's see if we can get a guest. Ooh, should oh. we have y'all vote on a guest? Yeah, uh, we can. I can set up a little, a little survey online, a little podcast survey on the Instagram page to see who folks would like to have back. 
yeah, we can we can definitely see if we can make that happen. Uh, scheduling might be a little bit difficult, but if we get in early enough, then uh, we could try to set aside some time with whoever whoever said person is, especially if it's mm, oh, it's going up on Friday. But yeah, we can we can try to make something happen. But uh, yeah, okay, cool. So you heard it here first. Next week we got double standards coming up. I actually, uh, I'm actually very, very excited about this. Uh, I am too because I have a lot of thoughts and opinions. <laughs> oh yeah, it should be good. So with that, again, hit us up uh, on Instagram underscore softboiled on uh, for your turnoffs. Um, and and I was, if you have any opinions on double standards, uh, hey, feel free drop us drop us a dm let's have a conversation folks uh with that it's been another fantastic episode another lovely friday uh we hope you all enjoy hopefully it's your last day of the work week uh enjoy yourselves drive safe out there um stay safe enjoy oh yeah enjoy enjoy some football this weekend on sunday mm-hmm. yesenia who are you who are you rooting for i'm gonna assume it's not the niners because they it's are not your... the fucking niners of course i love mac dre and I understand, like, I'm from the Bay. But if you're a Real Raider fan, you know we're already torn with making this decision. But Real Raider fans know you don't fucking root for the Niners. You root for anyone against the Niners. So in this case, I don't fuck with KC like that. But And the reason why I brought up Mac Dre is because he was murdered in KC. Um, but yeah, I, I gotta go for KC. Fuck the Niners. Fuck the Niners. As she said, fuck the Niners. Casey all the way, baby. I shouldn't say all the way. I'm not. I, I, I don't. To be honest, I don't want either team to win. I especially just don't want San Francisco to win just so the Niners can have another year of misery. Yep. Same. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, uh, Teddy. Oh, yeah. Teddy, drive safe. Almost forgot. Uh, Yesenia, thank you again for your time. You've been lovely as always. Uh, you've been great uh, listeners. Thank you again. We'll see you guys next week for some double standards. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, so I didn't know what the fuck people were talking about. So when I logged into what is a TikTok uh, yesterday morning or this yesterday morning, I think is when it happened. Everyone's like being woken up to Drake Schmeet all over the place. I'm like, hold on, what? DeAndre, I almost texted you because I knew you would be able to send me the video. But the amount of effort that it took for me to find said video because really? I don't have Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't. That's right. So yeah, I found that I shit right away. I was like, oh, hell yeah. This is like front and center. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I, I scoured a few different places <laughs> that I'm not proud of just to see it. And I'm honestly surprised. I did not feel like Drake is a person who's packing. And I think he's also just drawing the attention away from the fact that he got called out and is basically got called out to be a pedophile and a little bitch from Meg the Stallion, but also to ignore from the fact that he gets cosmetic surgeries to make himself look good. Allegedly. So I don't get sued by him. I didn't, but yeah, I, I didn't know all that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, have you not heard the drama between like Meg the Stallion, like basically calling him out and shit? Uh, well, it's all alleged because you know she's no. not saying direct names, but like I'm assuming she alluded to Drake. 
that's the whole nonsense between like her and like Nicki Minaj with Nicki Minaj going on this whole meltdown right now. Yeah, I've heard about that, but I didn't I didn't hear Drake's name get thrown into all that. Yeah, so it's just like a diss track that Make the Stallion made, which is a pretty fucking good diss track, but Nicki Minaj picked up on like one lyric, which is Megan's Law, which we all know is like the law that pedophiles have to register, sex offenders, I should say, have to register once they get caught and like prosecuted for like a sex offense like that. But you can get put on that list for like peeing, getting caught peeing in public type shit. Yeah, just something so, as minimal as that. Yeah, so like it's not just like fucking pedophiles on there. But yeah, so Nicki Minaj took it to a whole new level thinking that Meg the Stallion was talking about her. And for me, I'm like, bitch, if the boot fits, like you're you're fucking stuck with it. Like Sucks to suck, but yeah. Anyway, Drake Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, that shit, that shit was impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't expecting him to have like a small one or anything, but I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that that that, that seems about right. <laughs> so, looking forward to talking more about that next week. Uh, I was listening to a podcast earlier today, and some of the hosts of it were like, "No, that's AI. That can't be real." <laughs> And in my mind, I'm like, man, have y'all, like, I know porn isn't real or whatever, but, like, have y'all seen, like, some of the penises that get flaunted in porn? Like, like y'all have heard of Mandingo, right? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know why you guys think that that a rapper would have a small, a small sween, you know? I don't know. To me, it just doesn't make sense. But, no, yeah, yeah. Drake, Drake's got an impressive one on him. <laughs> Not oh, as speak- impressive as Chris Brown's, but, yeah. I haven't seen that one. Oh, but I imagine it scours the internet. But I imagine you know he's a Negro, so that that's just you know he's a tripod. <laughs> uh, speaking of Drake, uh, did you hear the news that um uh I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but I'm gonna try it. Bobby Al Alfoff uh, is getting no a idea. divorce. From, you don't know who that is? That was that white girl that was going around like six months ago, like doing all those uh deadpan interviews with celebrities and rappers and shit. Mm-hmm. Like she oh fam- yes 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 the yeah. girl who's like hella monotone yeah and she like famously yeah. did one with drake uh like in his bed or whatever yeah uh so like she's getting a divorce from her husband um and everyone is speculating that she cheated uh with drake um like i don't know i guess around the time that they did that interview because they were in bed together obviously this is n- nothing has not one shred of evidence has come out saying that she cheated on anyone, but you know, internet speculation likes to run wild and everything. But yeah, I just thought that was, that was interesting. I don't think that happened, but I mean, obviously like news is fresh. I'm sure stuff will probably come out in the next couple of weeks. I think that's funny. Cause I thought Drake was trying to sue her for that interview. Really? Yeah. That's what I heard. Oh, I know nothing about that. So, I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Fucking Drake and his fucking meat. I've always said that if I was famous and and my meat got leaked, uh, obviously, depending on if I were, like, working for, like, a major company or whatever, like, my response would have to be a little bit different. But if it were up to me, I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, y'all saw it? You want some more? <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, yeah, we'll have to dive deeper into this because I have a lot of comments about like celebrities, sex tapes, things like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 save that for next week. 